Welcome to a special episode of the Tailgate Kings. I'm Dr. Die here with Coach Heath Schroyer. Well, I guess not coach anymore. We're going to have to call you Athletic Director Heath Schroyer <laughs> uh, for McNeese State University, the Cowboys and the Cowgirls. Coach, how you doing there? I'm doing great, man. How are you guys? How is everybody? Man, we're we're pretty good. I think I think things are finally getting back to some normality, and we're starting to we're starting to really feel it right now. And I and it seems it's it, it's getting to look that way at at, uh, at Cowboy Land too. Uh, football's been going on, basketball season and whatnot. Yep. Sports are, and you guys are back at a fifty percent at least capacity now, right? Yeah, you know we're. Uh, I mean, you know things are moving. I mean it's it's been a lot. Obviously, having you know all fourteen sports play. Uh, you know, in the spring semester, it's been, uh, it's been a lot, but you know what, it's also exciting. I mean, uh, you know, just being able to, to go watch spring football. I mean, you know, obviously baseball, softball, those, those guys are rolling and uh, it's been a crazy spring, but um, one that we're very, very blessed to have um, because of, you know, obviously not, not only COVID, but for us, you know, the damage that uh, the two hurricanes did. Yeah, no, the two hurricanes took out uh, and really kind of uh, did a number on the stadiums and the, and the fields and whatnot, you know, um, for both. I saw the football field was underwater. Baseball field looked uh, looked a little uh, under, under weather. And, it, and I guess everything's back up and, and pretty normalish now, Coach? It is. I mean, um, you know, we, we were able to get uh, turf for, for softball, baseball, and football which, um, you know, was a minor miracle in and of itself. And, you know, I've said this before, man. I mean, you know, not, you know, our, our, none of our athletes were able to, to really train in the fall um, because obviously we had no facilities. So we just, you know, for us to even play sports um, this year is a win. And, um, you know, you think about when Katrina came through, uh, like New Orleans, for example, and, and all their sports had to leave and, you know, participate in other other places, and uh, and now, um, man, oh man, I mean, just for us to be able to, you know, to just you know stay tough and stay grounded, and to be able to have all of our sports still playing in town, um, it's a huge win, and it was a lot of work by a lot of people. What's it like for you taking the reins in a sense uh, during this? I mean, that, that that's a really interesting transition. I guess not a not the ideal place most people would expect when they got a, a new job as athletic director, but you've really had to take this whole uh, program in a sense, yeah. you know, rise it from the ashes like a phoenix. So um, what's it been like for you just transitioning to this new role in, in the midst of this? Well, you know, Matt, you know, I've always, uh, you know, I've always taken over rebuilding uh, basketball jobs. You know, every head coaching job I've had has needed to be, you know, completely rebuilt. And, you know, I look at it like that. I mean, obviously it's a lot, a lot bigger and more components. And this is the biggest, most challenging rebuild job I've ever had in my career. Um, you know, obviously, um, you know, with the hurricanes and COVID and uh, the deficit, uh, it's a lot, you know, but, uh, but one I'm really, really excited about. And, you know, I, I was obviously doing both for, you know, since June and, um, you know, and we got into February, you know, late January and, um, you know, I had a couple conversations with the president throughout the year and, you know, about the first part of February, I just said, you know, there's, there's just no way I can do both. Uh, I mean, it just, you know, there's just so much to do with the rebuild and, and obviously, you know, recruiting a team and, you know, trying to get the, you know, lead the department and those things. And, um, 
you know, I just decided to, uh, you know, to take a step away from basketball and, um, and just focus, you know, solely on, uh, on, you know, being the athletic director and trying to lead the department. I have a great team here. Um, but we have a lot to do, you know, there, there's so much to do. And I think that this, this department has so much, um, I mean, so much promise there's, there's so there, I mean, we have such an opportunity to really rebrand ourselves. Um, and what better time than right now, obviously, uh, you know, we've been kicked, uh, we've been punched, but we're standing up and, uh, we're going to move forward. I, I'm really, really excited to lead the way. Yeah, no, Coach. From day one, when when you got here, we we've seen that. You know, from the first day that you were here on the on the basketball court, coaching the the energy you brought to the city and whatnot has been infectious. And uh, and I'm super excited to see you as athletic director. And, and you got the job in a sense before these hurricanes and whatnot, albeit sure. in COVID and whatnot. What 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 are some of the ideas though that you have? Because I know you have a lot of big ideas. Are are, are you willing to share any of these? Because I know it's it's probably super early in the infancy, especially um, with, sure. with with some of the hurdles we have to reclimb over. But but I know you've got some big ideas of what you want to do. Is there anything you're willing to share? Well, there's a couple things. I'll just say this. You know, I think that um, you know our mission, if you will, and as a mission statement for the department is we're going to be student athlete centered and donor and fan friendly um you know and with that we're going to be out in the community as a department we're going to embrace this community um i think you could see some you know if we especially you know as covid hopefully we get through all this but uh, to take our teams out in the community um you know to go meet people in all the parishes and and take our coaches out and uh, and our players out i think that's something that we really really need to do not only on campus but in this community um, I think we got, you know, the, and, and embrace who we are. Um, you know, I, obviously I'm looking at revamping the, the entire tailgate experience, making it more of a weekend and kind of like a block party, if you will. Um, so there's a lot of things that um, obviously that I'm, I'm working on and, um, and, and trying to plan through. And, but right now is trying to get our budget in order uh, going into the following year and, uh, you know, trying to revamp and restructure our entire department. You know, I think that we need to become more efficient. Um, you know, you'll see some, you know, some additions and things like that and um, within our department and, and some departures, obviously. And, um, you know, unfortunately, we had to make a decision on golf a few months ago. And um, yeah, just trying to honestly revamp, um, restructure our entire uh, athletic department to make us, you know, better and more efficient. Now, Coach, what happens with the fall sports come the fall now? Because like you said, everything's kind of going on right now in the spring. So, are, yeah. I, I mean, as the Southland Conference, I've, I've been looking for announcements. Is there going to be a fall football season after a spring football season sort of thing? What Are, are, are there official plans yet? What's the idea here? Uh, there, there's going to be a fall season. So the, 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 the fall sports will resume back to the normal time, um, you know, in the fall. So football and – uh, and soccer and they will play in the falls and volleyball will be in the fall next year. So, um, you know, hope we'll be back to normal and, you know, obviously after this summer and, you know, I, I worry about that a little bit, Matt, just because, um, you know, especially with football, um, you know, you, you turn around and go get ready to play another, another season. But I think that we've approached this spring season. Um, and obviously, you know, I, I'm just, I'm in love with coach Wilson and, and what he's done with our program and, uh, you know, taking it when we're on probation and all those things. And, you know, we've really tried to just use this 
spring season as a well, you know, really as, as a spring, you know, spring season, just looking at it as trying to, you know, implement a system, play as many young guys as we can. And, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm really excited about uh, what he's been able to do, but we're going to be, you know, back to normal in the fall and, um, and have all of our fall sports playing in the time they need to play. Yeah, no, that was kind of like my, my, my little worry was, especially kind of with football, was, was, was the rest period kind of in, in between seasons and whatnot, getting, getting back to it too soon. But, but then it gets to another question. How does this affect uh, athletes' eligibility with their, uh, with their numbers of years and whatnot? It, is there like a COVID clause that has been created? That There is. Okay. There is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, so this year with all the sports is basically a free year. So, uh, for example, a freshman – that's a freshman this year will can return and be a freshman next year. Uh, a senior is a senior this year can be a senior next year. So really, it really is a free year of eligibility. Now, obviously when you graduate, um, you know, you're free to transfer. So, uh, you know, the, the transfer portal will be, uh, will be an issue all across the country, but it is a free year. And, uh, and I thought the NCAA did the, what was right in uh, issuing all these kids uh, an extra year for what they've been through. I mean, it, it has not, it has not been easy getting, you know, COVID tested three, four times a week. Um, you know, college is about, you know, socializing and you're at that age group and you're telling them to stay in your room and wear a mask and don't be, you know, closer to six foot, you know, next to each other. And it just, you know, if you watch any sporting event, especially basketball, they had seats, you know, your chairs are six feet apart. I mean, it's, it's so different. Um, and I, I really, I mean, I really, uh, I can't say enough good things about, you know, what our student athletes have been through and, and what they've done just, to, uh, you know, to be able to play. What, what was that like for you? Cause, cause basketball in a lot of systems, what, I mean, that was one of the first sports to, to get back, right? Um, it was, it was, um, I'll, I'll tell you, it was, <laughs> you know, it was almost surreal. Um, it just, it didn't feel the same, to be honest. Um, you know, you walk out and like we played Nebraska, you walk out into a beautiful arena and it's empty. Right, right. Um, you know, and, and I'm a really big person into to team chemistry and, um, you know, bringing, you know, being tight in your huddles and those things. And, you know, and, and at the same time, you got to talk about um, staying away from each other. Um, you know, everyone goes into the locker room and watch film and you got to spread out and you got to wear masks and, it was just very, very different. Um, it was, like I said, it was just surreal. And um, I, uh, it's, it wasn't, to be honest with you, it wasn't a lot of fun. I mean, it, it took a lot of the joy out of it. You know, what you play for, obviously, you know, coaches, just like players, you, you want the fans and you want to be, um, you know, you get the energy from the, the crowd. And, and it's just so many things that you used to do that uh, you weren't able to do this year um, just because trying to find or follow procedures and protocol. So d- did you find that it was hard to motivate then players to, to play or were they happy to be there in a sense? Were they happy kind of oh, for yeah. this, this bit of normality? Yeah. They were happy. I mean, you know, you got to think about, um, you know, for our case, I mean, you know, so, so as March hit, you know, they, they, they went home and then they came back, you know, middle of August, we're here for two weeks, hurricane came. You know, we're, they were displaced. Another hurricane comes. They were displaced. We had to go to Lafayette. You know, so really from the middle of March to the middle of November, you know, our kids weren't, were never in Lake Charles. Gosh, it and, is rough because uh, it happened. It happened right before the, like, the SLC tournament, right, last absolutely. year? Absolutely. Yeah. For yeah. sure. For sure. And, you know, it was just one of those things. It was just really hard. Um, 
and um, it was, but it's been hard for everybody. I mean, you know, the, I mean, Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, they're not in the NCAA tournament this year. And, um, you know, it's just, it, it's been a very, very strange year. And, uh, but our kids were obviously excited to play because that's what they do. You know, I mean, they're, they're basketball players, they're athletes, they're competitors, and they want to be on the floor. And, um, you know, but, uh, but it definitely was a different field this year. That's for sure. So what, what, what kind of, uh, what kind of basketball team? I know you're not going to be coach anymore, but what kind of team uh, is John, uh, John Aiken inheriting here from you? Is it, what kind of team are we going to see next year? I, because I mean, I guess we're going to have recruiting, but a lot of these guys, like you said, they're going to gain that, that year of eligibility, right? So he's going to have a lot sure. of the, a lot of, uh, a lot of players who have played, I guess, in the system for a large sense that are going to come sure. back and, and have a lot more chemistry. So uh, what kind of team is he going to inherit? And then, and then how does that work then? Like I said, with players keeping eligibility, how, how does that affect recruiting then? I mean, are you recruiting less players than this, uh, this off season? Well, you know, we're as a, as a department, you know, we're, we're not, ex, you know, going past our limit of, of 13 scholarships. So, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously there'll be, you know, a handful of new guys and, um, you know, he's uh, actively working on, you know, recruiting some of the kids that he obviously wants back. And, um, but I think that, you know, there's a great core of players back. Um, you know, some of them have been here for a couple of years. And so, uh, you know, I think that, you know, the thing is, Matt, is after year two, we had so much momentum. You know, uh, we, we sold out the arena, you know, multiple times. You know, we got to the, you know, conference tournament for the first time in six years, most you know, league wins since 11 12. I mean, attendance is up and, you know, all those things. We had so much momentum and then COVID hit and then the hurricanes hit and you know we're not in our arena and our, the momentum just stopped if you want to know the truth it just it just stopped and you know when I was doing both um, you know I knew how how hard it was and how much it took to to get that momentum back and uh, but also you know now with um, you know taking over this role um, you know John is the right guy and has the right uh, energy and, you know, he understands the, the blueprint to bring the, uh, you know, the excitement back and to, you know, to get, uh, you know, McNeese basketball back where it needs to go. No, you're right. I and mean, that's exactly how it felt. You guys were building so much momentum coming into that uh, SLC tournament and whatnot. And then mm -hmm. COVID hit. And then I was like, huh, oh, what, what <laughs> you know, what's, what's yeah. going to happen now? What's going to happen sure. now? So, um, sure. Yeah, no, I'm really excited. You know, I, I love John as well. What, what, what would you say, you know, John's been with you for a while. What's, what's John's greatest strength going to be as a head coach? You know, I, I think he has a lot of them. I don't know if there's just one in particular, but I think that the one thing that John does is, you know, he has uh, great institutional knowledge. Um, he's got a great relationship with the players. Um, he's a really, really good basketball coach. Um, and, and I think that, you know, and I've said this to other, you know, people have asked me is, you know, being a good basketball coach and being able to lead a program are two different things. Um, there's a lot of really good basketball minds that, you know, can't lead uh, a program. Um, John has, is a really good coach, but he also has the leadership skills and the, uh, the temperament to to lead a program you know to to manage a staff and manage a team and um, deal with the media um you know be an ambassador for the university you know all those things are a lot, lot different than just being able to draw up a play and i think that john um has all of those intangibles you know he can lead a program obviously he's a really good ball coach and he's a good 
recruiter and you know those things go without you know without saying i mean you don't get to this level if you're not um you know competent in those areas but the thing about john is that he has this like i said the skill set and the temperament to lead a program and, and to take over a program that uh you know to be honest with you has just been decimated by things that have been out of their control well, I'm with you 100%. I think John definitely has that temperament from my interactions with him. He's a, he's a great guy, and every time he's, he's very personable and very, uh, very much on his game, I feel like, you know, ha, on what, mm-hmm. he wants, uh, what he wants to accomplish in, in any conversation even. So um, I'm, very, I'm very happy. Like I said, you guys kind of – you came here together, and now it's like you kind of split a little bit, but you split into, like, even better roles. So McNeese, McNeese, is, be- McNeese is better for it. Thanks, my friend. I appreciate that. I, I feel the same way. I mean, we obviously still talk every day and, um, you know, I, I feel like I can really, really help him in the program from this spot. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to being able to do that. Now you mentioned, you mentioned that you had a couple sellouts and whatnot. Like I said, you were getting that game day experience for the basketball way up. So how do we get the game day experience? You mentioned some, some tailgate weekends and whatnot. How do we get the game day experience for the football? Cause I know coach Wilson, you know, he, he hasn't really, I think, been properly introduced still to the community. You know, he, he again, he got here right, um, right about COVID time and hasn't had a chance really to, to, I think, really, I feel like next fall is going to be the meet Frank Wilson sort of party and, and, and the McNeese Cowboy football team. So how do we really throw it off next, next fall for these, for these guys? Well, you know, I think, you know, what we talked about earlier, I think that, um, you know, getting out in the community, um, you know, taking our programs, you know, to the community and to the people, you know, I I don't think you can ever, you know, build excitement and build um, a partnership sitting behind your desk. And, you know, that's what I've been my um, attitude since the since I've taken this job is that, you know, I'm not going to be chained to this desk. I mean, I'm, I'm out all the time. And I think that, um, you know, we have an unbelievable fan base. We have an unbelievable city and we have a great opportunity, but I, but, you know, we also have to be the ones that extend the olive branch. And, you know, I think it's as easy, Matt, as just, you know, organizing some times to, to do some things for our fans and, uh, and our fan base and, and go out in different, uh, you know, go out to different parishes around our area and, and just have meet and greets and, and just um, get a chance to meet people and uh, and welcome them to uh, to Cowboy Stadium and to McNeese Athletics. Well, Coach, we don't want to chain you to your desk any longer then. Like I said, we've kept you <laughs> for a minute, pro- pro- probably longer than you're used to. Look, th- thank you very much for, for, for being with us, Coach. We, we look forward. We're happy that McNeese Athletics are back, and we look forward to the era that you continue uh, to create as you're, as you're now the – athletic director I'm, I'm gonna just call you director now maybe coach no I think... please hey, call me coach. <laughs> no coach all right all coach. Buddy. thank Thanks, you very much Matt. have, have yes, a great sir. day all right you too